Welcome to the Direct Farm Podcast, the go-to resource for farms across the U.S. looking to grow and manage their business. Tune in weekly to hear tips and tactics from our most successful farmers on how to increase sales, access more customers, and save time and money. We'll also speak with industry experts, business leaders, and partners to share the latest farm business trends selling direct to market. Welcome to the Direct Farm Podcast. I'm Richard, your host for today's episode. We have a great conversation for you today with one of our farm advisors, Camille Abdelnabi. She has been a farm advisor with Barn to Door for over a year now and has started a new farm, Long Lane Farm in Warren, Rhode Island. We are so excited to learn all about it. Welcome back, Camille. I'm glad to be back. Thanks Excellent. for having me. Absolutely. Well, could you start by telling us a little bit about Long Lane Farm and what you all produce today? Sure. Um, yeah, Long Lane Farm, we're located in um, Warren, Rhode Island, and we have about two acres of tillable land here, but we're kind of only growing on about uh, half an acre outside. And then we have three high tunnels and we're mostly doing mixed vegetables, a lot of baby greens, tomatoes, um, microgreens, and we're have a pretty big CSA for our size. And we are also delivering door to door currently. And then we have an honor system farm stand that hmm. came with the property. So that's been working out uh, really well. Great. Yeah, no kidding. Well, um, and is it just you, Camille, uh, who's all working on the farm? So I own and run the farm with my wife, Devin. And then nice. right now we're employing about, uh, you know, 50 hours of help or so a week. Um, and then getting a lot of help just from family as we're getting our, our new farm set up right now. So um, yeah, this is my 10th year farming. Mm. And before this, I was part of um, Little River Farm, which I started with a business partner in 2013. And until last year, um, we were farming both in Warren and then in rented land that we had mm had since 2013 where we started Little River Farm and we were trying to grow at both locations and stay as one farm but they were located you know 40 minutes away from each other without traffic so it became pretty clear that doing that commute for either one of us wasn't gonna make the most sense so my business partner is continuing Little River Farm on the rented land. And then um, we started a new farm as of this year, Long Lane Farm, that's just in at the Warren property. The new right property. Well, awesome. Well, that kind of uh, segues right into the next question I have for you is really how did Long Lane Farm come to be? Was it simply just logistics? That was a large part of it. I imagine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. So last year I was commuting back and forth, uh, you know, four days a week and mm. traffic. Um, it was taking sometimes an hour and a half each way and it wow. hit the fall and I was like, okay, this isn't really the quality of life <laughs> that I want. And, and this isn't sustainable. And also just feeling like my stress load was too high and trying right. to that so um yeah it definitely I think came out of necessity and mm -hmm. it's what I've always wanted since day one of starting the farm I did an apprenticeship where mm -hmm. I lived at a farm and I saw just how nice that was to step outside your door and go to work and if yeah. you have a family they can be involved in the farm so Long Lane Farm is 
that dream finally coming true of just walking out the back door and going to work every day. So far, it's been been pretty great. It has its challenges starting a new farm, but um, great. <laughs> well, absolutely. And, you know, of all the farms I work with, I can't tell you that a lot gets stuck in rush hour. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure it's, <laughs> sure it's nice. Yeah, you just kind of think about all the farm work you can be getting done in, in that oh time. I believe it. I believe it. So with uh, this new farm, Long Lane Farm, what's the mission? You know, what's what's the vision of the farm here? Yeah, um, my wife and I, our, our goal is to mostly have this be a place where we can sell all of our products to a CSA and then a farm stand. So our goal is to really have it be a centerpiece in, in our community and to provide the healthiest food that we can to our surrounding community. So we're going to try to keep it pretty simple and small and produce as much as possible, but trying to really take advantage of the great property we have and have events. And we host a big plant sale that gets a lot of people to our farm and then really continue to grow our CSA while also delivering some shares to, to the surrounding area as well. I know for me, I'm just trying to create the best life I can for myself. And I've, I've come to realize sometimes that means keeping it as simple as you can um, while also trying to keep it profitable. So it's a hard line, but to really have a great quality of life and give as much great food as we can to the people right around us. That's awesome. I love that. Now you mentioned your CSA a few times. I've heard some good things. You've sold out, correct? We did. We were really um, not surprised, but we didn't initially have the intention of doing 50 and we sold those out people kept asking so we opened up 10 more so we're at about 60 members and we feel like we definitely could have sold more so definitely it's great that people are are still interested in that and we got yeah. a lot of outpouring of, of support and, and just new people who found our farm and wanted to try it that's awesome. Um, a ton of the farms that I work with are working on building out subscriptions, maybe for the first time or um, trying to get their feet wet with the CSA model here. Um, tell us a little bit about the CSA setup. You know, what do you think made it so desirable for customers? Was it convenience or, you know, what makes it different from other CSAs? I think convenience is a large part of it. Um, I'd say it's about right now, 35% come to the farm and pick up and the other 65% do get it delivered. Wow. So I think having that option definitely makes it more popular, especially for people who have families and young kids. And it's just hard to come to our farm during that selected amount of time. I also sell three different shares hmm. throughout the year. So we have one in the beginning. It's called our spring green CSA. And I really just try to make it clear that that's going to be a lot of green. So if you don't like that, you know, wait until the summer one. And that one we can start in April out of our high tunnels. So it's definitely a time of year when there's not that much fresh vegetable around and we can mm -hmm. fill a bag. You know, this week it's basil and beets and garlic scapes and, and mm -hmm. lettuce. So just giving a lot of options before some other farms can. And then we have our main season CSA that runs from June through mid-September. Mm -hmm. And then we'll sell another one. Um, that's our wintertime CSA after that, that goes until Christmas time. So, um, you know, having a few different options for people, there are people in our area who garden. So they just want the, the spring and winter one, but the summer one mm -hmm. doesn't work for them. So just trying to give different options for people 
Um, we do get a lot of people who pay up front, but hmm. uh, having the option to pay weekly as well, Barn Store has it all set up that it just automatically, you know, charges their card every week. Um, that really works for some people who are more on a budget and makes it uh, affordable for them. Definitely. And that that accessibility, both in terms of having it delivered to the door and a little friendlier for the wallet is huge. Um People need to eat well, and it's what a great way to serve a, a local community. Now, shift gears here just a little bit. You know, you're starting this new farm. You can really take Long Lane Farm and make it whatever you want it to be. Why did you feel it was important to offer both pickups and door-to-door -door delivery? Well, we had been doing the door-to-door -door delivery as Little River Farm, and we knew how much people mm -hmm. liked it. So we wanted to keep something consistent and constant and still be able to reach um, our same customers, because the two farm locations were in different spots, we mm -hmm. had started to develop some new customers. Um, so it was about trying to keep the new and the old. Now, I, one thing I noticed while we were chatting, um, farmers markets don't make an appearance for fulfillments. Um, you know, is there a reason why you're not leaning into the farmers markets or anything like that? Yeah, it was definitely an intentional decision yeah. that my wife and I made because we were starting this new farm. We really could pick and choose the things mm -hmm. that we liked and, and didn't like about um, the previous farm, how we had it set up. So at one point with that farm, we were going to three farmers markets a week wow. and it's, it's, it's a lot of time. And if you're not going, you have to send two other people. So just sending a lot of labor hours there and a lot of time prepping. So we felt that because we already had an established customer base who knew us and we have a good newsletter system and email system that we didn't really need the exposure anymore that the farmer's markets can provide for a, a new farm. Mm -hmm. And they are great for that. What I like about the online ordering is it's all paid for before mm -hmm. it's even harvested. So you really know exactly what you have to get when you're going to the market you can take records, but there is some randomness to it. So you can harvest a lot and, and then not end up selling it. Because we're so small, um, how we produce here in a no-till way, it was really about how can we like maximize efficiency and not have any waste and also just be able to have our weekends right. <laughs> to not have to base it completely around the, the farmer's market schedule. Definitely. Well, I love it. Now, um, tell me a little bit about that transition from farm to farm. I mean, a lot of folks um, are in a similar position where maybe they apprenticed at a farm for a long time and are now starting their own or rebranding. Um, what was that transition like for you? Yeah, it's it's a weird feeling right now because now that I'm a year 10 farmer, it's much different than year one where I really was just learning how to grow things and run a business and and what that all meant. Now I feel like I have those skills, but I don't have the correct infrastructure to necessarily grow as, as much as I want, as we're still putting in an agricultural well and a fence. So um, it's, it's a different experience right now, for sure. Mm. Um, definitely, you know, going back to those beginning years, I would just encourage farmers, you know, try to really, focus on a few things that, that you can do well and start there. I think we made a mistake for a little bit of, of trying to do too many things. It's, it's nice setting up a new farm, also having that experience of, of what worked and what didn't work and what you really mm -hmm. don't want to let happen. Like, you know, let all your weeds go to seed and then you have a problem forever kind of right. thing. <laughs> right. 
Awesome. Okay. Well, one of the decisions you made when making this transition to uh, Long Lane Farm was to hold on to your online presence and barn to door. Um, you know, what role did barn to door play when it came to that transition and, and, you know, why stick with barn to door? Yeah. As I was saying before, we felt like sticking with them was a good choice um, because our customers were familiar with it. We were really familiar with it. Um, we knew that we could sell subscriptions through barn to door, that we could get really good pick lists, that we could integrate it all with our, our delivery and we're pretty used to that. So we knew we wanted to continue the online presence with just how successful it had been. So barn to door was really great because they pretty quickly built us a whole new website and designed the farm logo. So it was really appreciative of that. It only took, I think, a month or five weeks, you know, it was, it was very quick. So that was very much appreciated because it really was like, okay, we can't sell the CSA shares until we have the new website and the new barn to door store. So that was a, a really good process and we were really appreciative of it. Right on. Well, I know with your account manager and, um, you know, hearing through the grapevine with the other folks with hands on your account, um, people were pretty excited and uh, <laughs> were leaning in. To help you with that transition as well. Now, um, speaking of you know the logo process, rebranding, you know, brand is a huge deal. And so, how did you come up with the name of the farm um, and you know the brand? How did you rebrand and really move forward with that? Yeah, I mean, Long Lane Farm. It's named after literally the road the farm is on, Long Lane. So um, we were going back and forth between a few things, but I always think it's really nice to kind of have a descriptor of the land or what's around it in the farm name and then we had a small list of names we liked and we put it out to the public through an Instagram poll and hmm. got a feel for which one people liked and Long Lane Farm One. It also used to be the name of this farm so kind of honoring hmm. the history of it because it, it's been a farm since 1930 and the community really has a connection to it so it, wow. it just felt like a nice thing to do to really keep that tradition going. Yeah. Well, that's awesome too. Um, I mean, what better way to, to, like you said, honor the community and, and carry on a legacy from something from the 1930s. That's incredible. So tell me a little bit about updating the brand and logo process. Uh, you mentioned we, we leaned in and helped you out, but what was that logo process like? Yeah, it was a really great process. I believe we worked with Serena and you know, sent over the forms and she had us fill out some things we were thinking about and different color ideas. She also did our website. So it was kind of mm -hmm. one big package. So I definitely encourage if any farmers do go through that process, make your answers as detailed as possible. And um, that will create really good success on the other end. So it was great. She designed it all. And then we had a Zoom call and we went over everything to be able to, to give feedback. And it was a really quick process. And now we already have the logo on our new farm sign and on our t-shirts. So it was really nice also because when you do design a logo with Barn Store, you get all the different photo formats sent over, a bunch of different color options. So it's definitely a lot more than what I was used to, where we just had a friend, you know, design one yeah. logo <laughs> and it was kind of hard to use on things. And right. so this one has made it really easy to, to put it on labels and um, kind of anywhere that we can. Awesome. Now, when you, when you saw the logos that they presented to you, was it anything that you expected? Um, 
a little bit, but yeah. not completely. <laughs> and three were presented, which wow. was nice. And there was one we just, we really loved, but we were like, you know, actually this other one is a lot more just usable in terms of oh, wow. everywhere. And if mm-hmm. I would like to think, because we sell some of our stuff in, in small grocery stores and it, it goes out into the world. So mm-hmm. you know, kind of what looks the most professional and what can people from a wide audience connect with. So that's why we ended up choosing the one that we did. Wow. Well, and that, I think that's a really good perspective to bring up. Uh, you you really liked one logo. Maybe one was speaking to you a little bit more, but thinking about it pragmatically, you know, what's going to make the most sense for our brand and our marketing and our, our presence and our packaging. Um, so definitely a great thing to keep in mind there. So uh, awesome. Now, especially when it comes to starting up a new farm, any farmer I've worked with personally anyway, has not had a lot of spare time, right? So in what regards has Barn to Door helped you save time and managing your farm a little easier? It's definitely helped um, manage the CSA subscriptions mm-hmm. immensely. When we had first started farming, we really did a big CSA, but we ended up moving away from it because I felt like it was a lot of individual management. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people were mailing in checks, so you were sending in invoices and had to manually keep track of if people needed to skip a week or who was paid. Um, so it just felt like a lot of management of each customer. So Barn to Door selling the subscriptions through them has just really helped streamline that. And you know, the number of CSAs for each day just comes right up on the pick list. So that's really useful. And because we do deliveries using the delivery sync with Routific has really made doing that mm-hmm. a lot easier. And it's just all in one place. And then we do really take advantage of the MailChimp integration. So definitely all those different integrations where it's just automatically uploading the, mm-hmm. the, the things you need everywhere you need it is really useful and not having to keep track of so much just, you know, on a piece of paper or in your head. Certainly. Well, um, you know, I know a lot of the farms we work with are familiar with MailChimp. We get them plugged in right away for their email marketing, but not everyone that uh, we work with takes advantage of a tool like Routific. Um, Could you share a little bit of your experience and kind of what you think about Routific and how it's helped you? Yeah, definitely. If you're doing deliveries, you absolutely need a route planning app. And we were using Mm -hmm. another one previously that wasn't integrated with Barn to Door and it was great, but we would have to manually download the spreadsheets and then format them to be back downloaded, um, mm. you know, into that other app. So once we started using Routific, it was really easy because you literally just press sync to Routific and then you log into Routific and everything's there and you just click optimize route and, and it's all ready to go. So it definitely took out a lot of steps and it, it made it so much quicker to to do that for sure. Perfect. Perfect. Well, anything to hopefully at the end of the day, allow you to kick your feet up. (laughs) So awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Now, um, you know, we're at this exciting position for Long Lane Farm. So what's next? You know, what are some of the goals for Long Lane Farm this coming year? Yeah, our goal is right now to build out our infrastructure Mm -hmm. and continue to to build up the land that we can farm on. Um, definitely the land needs some rejuvenation from, from where it was when we found it. So mm-hmm. definitely focusing on getting the soil to where it needs to be so we can grow the best crops for people. Um, and then just continuing to grow our CSA 
we're hoping for the winter we can take closer to 70 people or so and continue to to keep that going as we go into next year and increase sales at our our farm stand that just kind of happens by word of mouth and it's been a really nice connection to have to local chefs they find us through the farm stand they come and shop there so really our focus is our our you know, get our soil and our farm where it needs to be to grow food, increase sales at our farm stand, and then increase our CSA going into the, the fall and winter time. Awesome. Well, we're excited to be uh, working with you some more, Camille, and especially Long Lane Farm. Um, I want to extend my thanks to Camille for joining us for this week's podcast episode. Here at Barnes Door, we are humbled to support thousands of farms across the country, including, of course, Long Lane Farm. If you want to connect with Camille and other farm advisors, attend Barnes Door Connect. Register for weekly sessions at barnesdoor.com slash connect. And for more information on Long Lane Farm, you can follow them on Instagram at, at Long Lane Farm RI. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more free farm resources, tips, and tactics that our most successful farms use to grow and manage their business, visit barndoor.com slash resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Direct Farm Podcast to automatically download our weekly episodes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.